Hello and welcome to another rousing episode of Camfu and Friends. It's arousing. <laughs> oh, read the script. There's no A. Oh, oh we misspelled that. <laughs> I am your host, Camfu. Thank you for tuning in today. My first guest host for episode four has been on every single episode so far. Welcome back, Andrew. Thank you. Thank you. Good to be here, baby. People are already tired of you, though. I'm tired of me. (laughs) My second guest host for today is a newbie. He is a former member of the popular Christian band Project 86 and has played with other big bands like Anne Berlin and Demon Hunter. Wow. More importantly, he is the man who created the excellent theme song to Cam Fu and Friends. His yeah. best work to date. <laughs> Shirley's proudest moment. I want to welcome Randy Torres to the show. Welcome, Randy. Thank you. Hey, Randy! Glad to be Hi, there. Randy! Glad to be there. Hey, Bodie. <laughs> we have uh, Bodie here, uh, who is Randy, Randy's dog, just running around the studio he loves he's loving life right now <laughs> uh randy you have your own wikipedia page did you know I, I, that i do yeah do you edit your own wikipedia Ooh, no, page? Uh-uh. you don't I touch have it no idea who touches it <laughs> well that makes you famous so <laughs> thank you um but you are now a music supervisor and audio engineer where i work i am that is according to wikipedia that uh, um is that accurate <laughs> that is accurate yes well, uh, how how are you enjoying that so far? I love it. It's fun. Cool. I get to listen to music all day and help people pick music, and uh, it's a good job. It's fun. Great. Well, I'm looking forward to uh, hearing what you have to say about our discussion topic today as it molds uh, our two little worlds, sort of. Right. My third guest host for today is Randy's better half. She yes. is a uh, co-worker and friend of mine who works part-time as a concierge mm-hmm. at our studio. That's a hard word to say, concierge. Client services. Client services. Ooh, that, that sounds a little, <laughs> a little better. Mm. When she's not here, she's taking pictures as a professional photographer for media outlets like Seattle Weekly and The Stranger. Am I missing any like super big ones there? No. <laughs> Probably. Probably not. Not the stranger though. Just I have Seattle Weekly. No. Excuse wrong. me. Wrong. <laughs> Never mind. Don't Randy. edit that Wikipedia yeah. page because yeah. you would be incorrect. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I want to welcome Renee to Camp Fu and Friends. Welcome. Ah, uh, thank you. Thank you for being here. Do you have any embarrassing stories about Randy that yes, you'd like to please. share with us? Give. This is your opportunity. <laughs> Give. Embarrassing stories. Um, Careful. Yeah. <laughs> no, because he can get me right back. So okay, I'm gonna we'd like to hear those too. Yeah, <laughs> maybe we'll uh, maybe some things will get leaked out later in the show. There's a possibility. No, Jason, today because we got some feedback from listeners who said that he was really boring and needed to be kicked Super off the show. Super boring, I think, is what I read. <laughs> <laughs> I am totally just kidding. Jason's great. We love him and look forward to him being back in the future. Mm. You can read more about my guest hosts as well as see their faces on our brand new registered domain website, www.camfoonfriends.com. All one word there. It is uh, loverly. Check that out. Well, if this is your first time listening to Camfoo and Friends, let me just say that this show is an open discussion about media in all forms of entertainment. We give you news, our opinions, and our views on things like movies, TV shows, music, Andrew's codpiece size. Extra small. 
<laughs> but studded. Oh. Too much information. That way, if you have the same tastes as us, you can hopefully judge for yourself whether or not you'll like something. This month's episode, we are going to be discussing music and film, like I mentioned earlier, and then we will move on to reviews as normal. But first, we need to get a sense of what kind of movies Randy and Renee enjoy. So let's start with their top fives in movies. Movies. As always, ladies first. So Renee, what are your top five favorite films of all time? My top five films of all time. That was a very hard decision to make. Yes, because (laughs) I have a very extensive list, and it was very difficult for me to decide. So it is tough. Here are my top five in no particular order. Big. I love that. Ah, Oh wow! Tom Hanks. Big. Tom Hanks. I love that. Great movie. Goonies. Also, Uh, definitely. Hey, maybe that's where that came from. What? When I Willie, isn't he like it? That's where it came from. Weird. Special. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Awesome. Um, uh, point Break. Hence ah. our dog's name, Bodie, after Patrick oh. Swayze's character. Let me refresh my memory. Keone was in that? Yeah, I've had a crush on him for the past 20 years. Wow. 20 Still? years. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Pitter-patter, pitter-patter. It's a long time. <laughs> have you seen the... Uh, yes, I have seen the picture above the first aid kit in the uh, scanning printer room. <laughs> oh, because I was going to ask you if you oh. saw the picture. Never mind. What's the picture of it? <laughs> What's the other picture? <clears throat> it's the sandwich. No, no, I, that's what I was... Sandwich? Uh, sandwich of what? He's, you know, he's. it's him sitting on a bench all alone eating a sandwich. Sad Keanu. It's all sad, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Is there a different picture in the... Yeah, there's one in our printer room. Sitting on the first aid kit, we've got the, a little cutout of yeah. Keanu Reeves oh. sitting on top of the first aid He's kit. He's just chilling, know, uh, drinking a naked, naked juice. juice. Yeah. <laughs> I know there is someone, uh, someone that we work with who yeah, printed out a bunch of those Keanu pictures mm. and posted them yeah. all over the studio. One Whoever day. that person is, they are a genius. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay, so Point Break. Yeah, Point Break. Cool. Um, Elf is another oh. favorite. Really? And Very cool. I watch it all year round. It makes me very happy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for number five, Stand By Me. That would be interesting. That's There's a great kind movie. of a little bit of a theme there, yes. except yeah. for Point Break, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. a little random. We'll just throw that one in there. But, However, I have many others, but they didn't make the cut. I know it is tough. It's very. Hard. If we have you back on, you can do your six through ten or something. Okay, that would be nice. Phew. Very stressed out. Cool. Well, thank you very much. Randy, give us your top five. Um, If you, and listeners, if you hear heavy breathing, that's 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 not Andrew. (laughs) That's Bodie. That is uh, the dog Brody. (laughs) Bodie. No R. Brody. Bodie. Bodie. Sorry, Bodie. I said Bodie. It's not named after Chief Brody. It's (laughs) Bodie. Patrick I got to just think point break. Yeah, point break. There we go. So this question is pretty hard. And it's just funny because Renee and I, we we were kind of like stressed out about it. We <laughs> talked about it a lot because we're you know we're big movie fans, so it's just a hard question because there's so many movies that I love, um, and I could even, I could do it by decade. I could do top five, you know. Mm. <laughs> so I decided to just narrow it down, and um, all these movies are from the same two directors. Oh, actually, technically three. Um, <clears throat> 
top, my top five movies. Number five, uh, Life Aquatic. Ah. Wow. Um, directed by Wes Anderson. The genius, Wes Anderson. Right. Uh, number four, Fargo. Cool. Also uh, not directed by Wes Anderson, but directed by uh, the Coen brothers. Some great directors. Right. <laughs> number three is The Royal Tenenbaums. Wow. Nice. Another Wes Anderson Wes movie. Wes Anderson movie. Uh, number two, Big Lebowski. Uh-huh. Coen Brothers. Okay, so what's your bet? Is it going to be another Coen Brothers movie or another Wes Anderson movie for his number one? <laughs> what do you think? I'm guessing it's not going to be any summer blockbusters. <laughs> I'm, let's see, you said Big Lebowski for number two? Mm-hmm. Then it's got to be a Wes Anderson film. Maybe. I'm going to go with Wes Anderson. Dun, 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 dun. What do you think? I, I, I have no idea. I have no idea what it is. He wouldn't tell me. So. Number one, No Country for Old Men. Oh, that was nice. wrong. Coen Brothers. So I'm a big, obviously I'm a big Coen Brothers, big yeah. Wes Anderson fan. So that movie's cool. Um, cool thing about No Country for Old Men, which kind of segues into what we're talking about, but there's no score. There's no soundtrack. There's no music at all in, in the entire film. Yeah, that's which right. Which makes it very uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, I need to watch that again. It's, yeah, so... Those are my top five. There's, you know, some comedies in there, some dramas. Yeah. Some thrillers, so. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Well, thank you. Moving on to our discussion topic for today. For the first time on the show, we are going to talk about music. Music. Now, we are still going to bring the music category back to movies, because today's topic is discussing music and film. Specifically, we're going to talk about notable music from original scores and the other being from soundtracks. The Are we going to focus on No Country for Old Men? Since uh, <laughs> yes. I love the music in that. Yes. Oh, wait. <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> the difference between original scores and something like soundtracks. Well, original scores are generally something a composer... <laughs> Bodhi just knocked the microphone away from Andrew. He's I think, not a fan of music. I think he's trying to tell you that he doesn't want to hear <laughs> I'm out of here. No, no, I don't blame him. <laughs> this podcast sucks. <laughs> the uh, difference being that original scores are generally something a composer creates to fit the movie, while soundtracks are kind of like a mixtape of songs that relate to the movie's theme in some sense. So we're going to start with scores, and I'll just throw out one of my favorite movie composers of all time and let you guys uh, react to this, because I'm sure maybe one or two of you have heard of him. John Williams. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the godfather of movie composers. Yes. For sure. Yes. Yeah, um, definitely one of the most memorable, recognizable my favorites of his include Star Wars. How can you not include Star Wars? Superman. And yeah, Superman's awesome. Jurassic Park. And I also have to say that Jaws would be another one um, that had an effect on me. And it's why I learned how to play the cello in fourth grade. Nice. <laughs> that is awesome. I dropped it after that one year. Oh. But, uh, but you so learned. Dun, dun. I learned. Dun, dun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was awesome. I used to have a boss totally used to do it. that when you'd come around the corner. It was so awkward. <laughs> I'd have to pretend to laugh. Dork. It was never funny. Yeah. Dork. Dork. <laughs> so uh, what are you guys' thoughts on John Williams? I mean, how can you not mention him? He's, he's done some pretty big <laughs> movies. So. Yes, just a few. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, he's amazing. Any of personal favorites of his? 
other than what I listed. I mean, you can't deny like Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. Oh, that for was awesome. sure. So good. Like wait, what you're saying, Star Wars and Jaws and Jurassic Park. I mean, I can sing the the main melodies to each one of those. I think we all probably can. Yeah. So. <clears throat> I like how you cleared your throat before humming Jurassic Park. (laughs) This section's been auto-tuned in case you're wondering. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Okay, who else? Who else has a a good composer or score that they've enjoyed? I'll go. Yeah, go, Randy. Let me refer to my, my notes here. Um, Did your dog rip yeah. one? What did that say? <laughs> he, he totally burned him. He totally burned one. That was Randy. That was trapped like, in the corner, too, man. I feel <laughs> trapped. He's, look at him. Look at that happy He's just face. looking at me like, yes. I got you. Why, why do you think I left the room? <laughs> this is what I think of the podcast. <laughs> Sucker. No, it smells like Fritos and bean burrito. <laughs> mm. don't, you know what? You, don't blame your farts on my dog. <laughs> because it, that's not a dog fart. I know what dog farts smell like. Woo, that's a Bodie fart. That is bad, dude. <laughs> he's proud of it too. Yeah, That's he's owning it. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, this one is very recent, and I've been listening. I listened to the soundtrack even before the movie came out because I was so excited about it. And it's the the Tron Legacy score. Yeah, yeah, really Jeff cool. Uh, amazing, very cool. I listened to it so much that when I saw the movie, it was it was so weird, re- like being so uh, like recognizing like mm-hmm. all the songs in the film. Yeah, and I guess. From what I understand, that's the first film that they ever scored. Really? Yeah. Um, I know they've like obviously like contributed music. I'm not sure if it was original music for movies, but they've contributed mm-hmm. before, but definitely not composing. It was just it was just good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's fresh, cool. and there's a lot of um, mixture between symphony and electronic, and what they they do what they do, and then they mix it with the strings, and yes, it was just. I listen to it almost every day. Nice. Yes, he does. <laughs> I listed it in my... Uh, he gets up in the morning, the grid. The grid. <laughs> Going into the grid. <laughs> I got in. <laughs> he puts on his white latex suit. Nice. Yeah. I wish I had it's one. The white, isn't They're, that the one cool that the girls wear? Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh. <laughs> um, I listed that soundtrack as one of my top ten favorite albums of last year. Yeah, yeah. It was awesome. And, you know, I will take this opportunity to mention how it's so awesome that electronica slash techno, whatever you want to call them, bands are getting into the whole movie right. uh, scoring stuff. Because not only did we have Tron Legacy soundtrack for Daft Punk, but Hannah had the Chemical Brothers, Brothers, and that was great. I mean, that just enhanced the movie so much for me. And then also, I don't want to get too much into this movie because we're going to talk about it later, but Attack the Block, the composer uh, worked with Basement Jacks on pretty much almost every track on that soundtrack. And it's amazing, amazing soundtrack. But anyway, I'm really enjoying the electronica trend. Yeah, I think uh, it molds. Okay, let me just ask you a question though. Do you think that that type of music as a movie soundtrack in say ten years is going to really date it? I only say this because I remember movies from the '80s that had heavily synthesized soundtracks, mm-hmm. and oh, for sure, it's yeah, it's, it's kind just, of uh, it. Totally dates them. I don't think in general it should be used in movies. It just makes so much sense for it to be used in Tron. Yeah, that's true. It 
made sense in Hannah because mm. of the, just the way it was shot and the way it felt and just kind of the whole vibe of the film. It totally made yeah. sense. Right. And the Chemical Brothers like added some like uh, I don't know what the right word would be, but like ethnic sounds to some of their. Yeah. It definitely songs. wasn't typical Chemical Brothers music. Like I didn't. I was like, oh, I wonder who did this music when I was, you know, yeah, watching the film. And there's definitely some moments where it's like that's totally Chemical Brothers, but most of it, I agree, right. is totally it's different. Not them, but right. adding their little touch to you know symphony sounds and that reminds me. I need to get that record. Oh, I have it. <laughs> it's wonderful. Yeah, and they're still called records these days, even though with all the- <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, I always called them that. Yeah, but I actually bought records. <laughs> well, it's just it's a general term that can be used for. CD download, oh, true. Yeah, right. I thought of it that way. LP records, you know. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, what else? I really enjoyed uh, the Black Swan score. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was very good. Who yeah. did that one again? I don't know. I'm not good at composer names, so I didn't oh, research okay. that. The guy actually. Uh, no, I don't know who he is, but he. What was cool about it is he actually took the original, the Tchaikovsky. Uh, pieces from Black Swan, but he just kind of reinterpreted them mm. into yes. a more modern-sounding Black Swan score. Um, but yeah, it's really cool. And I don't know his name. Was it Clint Mansell? Yeah, that sounds... Yes. Clint Mansell. Original music by Clint mm-hmm. Mansell. Great. So Awesome. Good stuff. I know he's done some other great stuff, too, because, yeah, I remembered his name for some reason. But we're not going to get into that. Andrew. Do you yes. have any uh, favorite scores? Or I really like the Danny Elfman uh, Batman soundtrack. I thought was I thought it fit the movie perfectly, and then I thought the Prince accompanying soundtrack uh, <laughs> sucked and completely didn't belong in the movie. <laughs> but I just thought it set the mood, and he did the second one. I don't think he he. I know he didn't do the the third and fourth Batman movies, but I just thought those were... Danny Elfman's... He, yeah. He does all of... Uh, Edward Scissorhands was yeah. really good. Oh, yeah. That was really Edward good. Edward Scissorhands, he did uh, the um, Nightmare Before Christmas. Yes, that's... Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, all the, favorites. like, cool, weird, wacky... Yeah. You know what else he did is uh, Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Right. That's right. Right. Some quirky stuff. Just, yeah, weird. It's definitely got that. And, he's got that quirkiness to a yeah. lot of his work, too, that totally works. Very and, carnival, like, dark yeah, carnival. Just, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Dark is... A good key. Hey, that's a great man named Dark Carnival. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Mm-hmm. Randy and Andrew are going to uh, start a band together. He won't let, you me, wanna... he won't let me in. This group. <laughs> <laughs> he said something about I'm too old and I don't know what else. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys want to tell our listeners uh, what your idea Ooh, was? I don't or know. Is that that's secret? a good idea. <laughs> is that a secret plan? <laughs> you, don't, you don't want anyone else stealing your idea, We're right? Just, I, I'll say this. We're starting a band. It'll never, it'll never happen. But... What? It's going to be awesome. Oh, Andrew's crying. I know, it hurts me. No. <laughs> he doesn't know how much I think about it. Broke, <laughs> Broke that man, that yep. big man. All right. I think it might be offensive to some people if I if we really tell them what the band <laughs> those, those people can't afford devices to listen to this podcast. <laughs> uh, so it doesn't matter. Let's cut that out. <laughs> Edit. Um, no, we're leaving that in. You know? <laughs> okay, I got another one. Yes, that's all right. Yeah. Um, Bookie Eli, let me say that again so I don't sound like <laughs> Bookie Eli. <laughs> yeah, Bookie, Bookie Eli. <laughs> I'm leaving that in. Um, Atticus Ross, who did the Social Network soundtrack, he yes. did the it was Book of Eli soundtrack. 
the score. Did you like that movie? Because a lot of people didn't like it. I liked, I liked it. it. I thought it was cool. That was great. The soundtrack is really cool. I see. I um, thought the movie was okay, and I don't remember agreed. much from the soundtrack. So. It, um, it's kind of an easily forgotten sound or score. I keep saying soundtrack. Score. Uh, it's it's just really moody and ambient and uh, dark. And if you know Atticus Ross and the kind of work that he does, it's it's it kind of epitomizes his vibe, I guess. So it's definitely worth checking out. Hmm. So I would check it out. I will have to give that yeah. another. Listen. It's really cool. I have a I have an odd one. Uh, James Horner did Star Trek Two, which I actually thought <laughs> was a great score. And this is way before I think it was one of his first ones. For movies, so obviously he never did anything again. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, it's like Randy was saying, it's one of those ones you listen to. For me, and I, I just get kind of fired up when I listen to it. I get mm, kind yeah. of. I got one more, and then we can go to soundtracks. Yeah, um, oh, I still have one more too. So, all right, ten. More. I really enjoyed the American Beauty soundtrack, oh. um, which was done by. Um, what was no, the melody in that one again? Hit me. What do you got? Bing, boom, bing. That's boom, right. Boom, That's boom. right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nice. Um, Thomas Newman did that one. Mm. Uh, brother of Randy Newman. Randy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> which I, I just enjoyed it because it, it just kind of, he used a lot of um, weird instruments and it was different and it was just cool. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah, that one was a good one when that came out. My uh, My last one is probably the score to There Will Be Blood nice. by Johnny Greenwood, Johnny who is Greenwood. the uh, guitarist in Radiohead. I thought it was amazing. It's cool. Amazing very, score. Very uh, awkward and yeah. um, doesn't make you feel good inside. Yep. yep. <laughs> yeah, I remember. yeah, I remember that. The, yeah, and I'm really sad that uh, he wasn't eligible for an Oscar. Why? Because yeah, why? he used material that, that was already created by... Others, I don't know specifically, but interesting. Yeah, previously created material, so made him ineligible. Wah, wah. For the same reason, like wow. Black Swan, like Clint Mansell couldn't really nominate. I didn't know that. Yeah, eliminated you from. Yeah, if you use previous work, I, I don't know what the exact rule is. It's not like one note, but I don't know. Well, that'd be a problem if it was. Yeah. Any others? I've written one for your show. Oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have to... <laughs> Horrible. <laughs> I think Randy's going to hum that later. <laughs> Actually, those two sounded good together. Oh. You should do that again. Yeah, we should. Do it again. Right. One, oh a two, a three. Go like back and forth. <laughs> huh? What do you think, Randy? That is great. This is going to be a part that people are going to fast forward. <laughs> <laughs> They won't know how long. We can just keep doing yeah. it. They'll, they'll skip ahead 15 minutes and it's still going. Be like, what the hell? <laughs> cool. Any other scores? There's so many. Lord of the Rings. I Great. thought. Yeah. Howard awesome. Shore is his name. Except there's one part of the score that sounds like, I don't know if it's the NBC. It's like, it always reminds me of like, I'm going to watch television. Oh, yes. I'm like, ooh, is there a football game coming on or something? <laughs> but other than that, it's great and just completely puts you in the right frame of mind. And It is good. Escapes, you know? You're right there. It's epic. It is epic. <laughs> Inception was incredible. Oh, yeah, that was cool. 
Yeah, that I listened Hans, to actually that Hans album. Zimmer. He's awesome. Yes, too, man. he's For another sure. legend. Gladiator. I think awful. like him, John Williams, and Danny Elfman are kind of like the big three. Yeah. Well, uh, James Horner is a big one. James Horner. He's yeah, done a yeah. Lot. Mm-hmm. yeah. I'm trying to think. They are. They are. I would. That's yeah. That's probably would, the big I would four. Say they're the big, yeah. big four, big five. Yeah. Nice. All right. So let's now open up soundtracks. Yeah. So uh, anyone have any favorite soundtracks? Uh, one of them would be the I Am Sam soundtrack. Huh. Uh, a forgettable movie. <laughs> yep, definitely. Not a well-received movie, but the soundtrack, apparently I guess the story goes, is Sean Penn wanted to get Beatles songs in the movie. Oh, that's right. I remember this. But he couldn't license the songs. I don't know if he, did, if he didn't have any money or if they wouldn't do it. So what he did is he got artists to cover Beatles songs. Right. Um, normally I'm not... A supporter of Beatles covers, but I thought cohesively it was a really good hmm. record and it was put together really well. And hmm. um, most notably, my favorites are the Ben Folds cover of Golden Slumbers, which is hmm. really good, the Wallflowers cover of I'm Looking Through You, and the Stereophonics cover of Don't Let Me Down. So it's definitely worth checking out. It was a, totally a forgettable like movie, <laughs> but I, I think it was a really good soundtrack. So. Yeah, I totally remember forgetting that movie. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't think it was a well-received movie. <laughs> yeah. But, cool. Because it went full retard, man. Yeah. <laughs> you never go full retard. Never go full retard. <laughs> uh, Donnie Darko is one of my favorite soundtracks. Oh. Yes. I oh. love that. Gary Jules. I love it. Mad World. Oh, my God. Oh, I didn't know that was Echo from there. Echo and the Bunnymen. I don't know if he made that before no. Donnie Darko, or, or did he that make song? it for the movie? Yeah, that song is a Tears for Fears. Yeah, yeah. no, yeah, but yeah. but why did Gary? Oh, Jules I think it was remake? made for that movie. For okay. the movie, okay. yeah, I believe so. Yeah, so good. It's one of my favorite all time yeah. mm-hmm. soundtracks. That's a great one. What What are some other songs on there? God. There is a Tears for Fears song on there too. Should have brought it with me. Yeah, dun 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 dun. Uh-huh. That one, whatever. Anyway, uh, which is played during my favorite scene. <laughs> that is played during my yeah, favorite scene. Yeah, when they're scene walking through the hallway. Darko. Yeah, it's almost a long really shot. Slow motion. It doesn't yeah, it doesn't it doesn't quite qualify as a long shot, but it almost does uh, following the all the characters through the school. It's that's one of my favorite shots. And that bully's in the hallway and he kind of knocks the papers or I don't remember. But uh, I think he I like snorts cocaine in his Probably. locker or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. Anyway. It's, it's amazing. Great soundtrack. Great soundtrack. Um, I'll throw out Garden State. Hell yeah, mm. that's on my list mm. too. Yes. One of the best. It's mm. actually... Put the I shins think, on the map. Oh my god. Totally. For sure. mm-hmm. And produced, I have that. I, I have it. You have the soundtrack? Yeah. Oh, so do I. <laughs> <laughs> Thank I you like for your Cole, contribution. I, I, love, I love the Coldplay song at the beginning. But yes, I don't don't, ever, it's I don't, Don't Panic. I don't ever listen that much to the rest of it. To the rest of it? Am I just impatient? Yes. I don't know. Okay. I mean... I need to... Randy's drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Coldplay, Coldplay, The Shins, um, Iron and Wine, mm. definitely the biggest, yeah, the biggest song. Such a good soundtrack. It's great. Um, Zach Braff produced it, I believe. He directed it. Well, yeah, he directed yeah. and wrote yeah. the movie, but I believe he produced the soundtrack oh, okay. as well and won the Grammy for Best Compilation Soundtrack for a Motion Picture it's great that film. year. And mm-hmm. that's, that's totally awesome. And I think, this is what I've heard, I don't know if it's true, but when he tried to get all these music artists to allow 
him to use the music in the movies, uh, he sent all of them scripts. So like he sent Coldplay a script for Garden State and said, I want to use your song Don't Panic. And they read a script and they were like, oh, totally, you know, use it. So I think that's really cool. And also, I believe when he pitched the movie to distributors, um, he provided a mix CD uh, with all the songs and gave them to to the producers or, or executives. And in the script itself, he would say, listen to track five during this part. And then so they'll read it and then listen to track five. And I always thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. So I have a little nerd thing. I have um, a script that I've been writing for probably three years now, and I'm doing that. I have That's like the idea. soundtrack all planned out, and I have listened to this part of this song while you read this part, you know. Then uh, you get a feel of like the emotion. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me more about the script. Yeah, what's this Can about? Well, what roles are available? Just about the audition. Jap- Summarize. It's about this unsuccessful half-Japanese guy who <laughs> could have made it big, but he mm. didn't. So he ended up on a really small podcast. I would love that. to audition for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I th- that you might, reminds me of somebody. I'm probably too old for the part, but I'd, I'd love to audition. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> me too. <laughs> mm. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Any other and soundtrack? And playing himself. <laughs> <laughs> Any other soundtracks? Uh, Girl Interrupted. That soundtrack is amazing. 90s. I don't remember. It's not 90s. <laughs> That's it's awesome. like early 2000. Oh. What are Get some, over it. What are some bands on there? Wilco. Oh, um, Wilco. There's a lot of 70s rock on it. Yeah. It's good. It's so good. Who else is on it? Um, I'm trying to remember. I just remember I liked it a lot. <laughs> um, Skeeter Davis. Ah, Skeeter. Um, Aretha Franklin. The Mamas and the Papas. Ah, Jefferson Andy? Airplane. Oh, Jefferson Airplane. Oh, what? Leaves are <laughs> I recognize one. Leaves are brown and, and the, the sky is gray and the sky is gray. <laughs> this is awesome. Yeah, glad there I have go. you guys on the show. I can, man. It's gonna be the best one. That's the goat one. You can perform every song yeah. that we talk about. Yeah. Here. Any others? Um, the. Oh, brother, we're out there on soundtrack. <laughs> I have that. I love that. It's so good. There I am contributing again. <laughs> <laughs> I own that one. I have it. <laughs> I don't owe it too much. Uh, put together by T Bone Burnett. Yeah, it's cool. Um, it's it really won, good. Uh, one album of the year, Grammys. And I remember uh, in the making of it, and you probably know this too, that George Clooney. Wanted to sing right. the songs. And, say and I think they tracked some and they're like, no. no. And he was like, no, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, it's really cool. I am a man. Yeah. And a constant sorrow. I hate love that it. movie. Yeah. I Renee love loves it. A Brother Right. Yeah. I hate it. <laughs> Which is actually another Coen Brothers film. No, I hate that. Mm. Yeah. Stupid. I don't know if you guys see a pattern of what I like. <laughs> nope. Nothing discernible. Did you like True Grit? I did. Very I much. I thought that so. was cool. Yeah. Cool. Uh, I have one. No. Since I haven't had You're one. You're only allowed yet. to talk about one All I said own. was, I have that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Go ahead. You may or may not like the movie. Uh, it was somewhat of a popular summer movie. Um, Batman Forever. All right. Next. Anyone else have that one? That's hurtful. <laughs> he won't let me in his band. Actually, you won't let me talk about Batman Forever. <laughs> I will say... And Renee Matt, said I'm too old to play myself in your script. <laughs> your new movie, so... Hey, man. Two out of three If of I'm not mistaken, true. Batman Forever has Seal. 
Yeah, yes. that's what I'm Kiss saying. From that was, from that was a Kiss huge. From a Rose. I don't think too many people knew who Seal. I mean, I know some people did. Randy sings that song to me every night before we go to bed. Every night. <laughs> there used to be in Tower Alone on the Sea. Doom. And you. Yeah. Okay. yeah. There you go. You guys should have kept going. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Uh, that song's great. There's a U2 song on there. There's a song by Brandy that I actually oh, really Brandy. like. What? Um, yeah, it's it's you know again it's some artists that I probably would have never listened to other than you two you know, and it's it's uh it's kind of a fun one almost all the way through. You know, I have to say that that is a good one. I do like the Seal song, but I think I like Batman and Robin more. Yeah, the soundtrack. It's got the uh, Smashing Pumpkins. Smashing Pumpkins. Mm, that one's a good, good too. Pumpkin it's got song. a cool Jewel song on it's it. Got it's got a Bone Thugs and Harmony yep. song on there yep. that I really I like. I have that one too. Uh, it's good. It's just awesome. Yeah. So I think I might like that one a little more, but anyway. Yeah. And Dirty this, Dancing soundtrack uh, is so good. The time of my love. Yeah. Another Dance with please. me, Randy. <laughs> <laughs> no. Randy's not singing that one. <laughs> Randy only sings that one with me. All right. <laughs> Uh, Bodie farted again. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> I, I, well, I was about to say no more couples, but now no more trios either on the show because uh, Bodie's bringing some stank and some attitude. So, <laughs> I'm bummed. He's cute, though, isn't he? Nice doggy. Uh, Look at that. Obviously, hey. all, like the Breakfast Club. Oh, yeah, yeah. Candles, all of those movies. All the John Hughes. Hey, 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 yeah. Hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Awesome. Um, I will throw out one that's not in that era mm. at all. <laughs> Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist. Mm. It's awesome. Did you guys like that movie? Yeah, I did. It's a Michael Sarah movie that I didn't see until like well after it came out on video. I don't think I saw it until it came out on like network TV. What year did this come out? <sighs> it's not that old. A couple years ago? Yeah, yeah at the most. It's not yeah. that old. Yeah, yeah. But... I, I just never saw it, and I don't know why. I heard it wasn't that great either, and I watched it, and I loved yeah, it. I, thought I it was fell in love with it because the indie bands in the soundtrack is just so amazing. Vampire Weekends on there, We Are Scientists are on there, Band of Horses, The National. I mean, yeah. and this is before I think any of those bands really kicked off. I think you know they definitely were known in the indie world, but I mean before they really hit it. Yeah. They're just—it's awesome. Great soundtrack, right there. Empire Records soundtrack. Oh yeah, mm. that one's—that's mm. nineties. You have to mention I, that like, one. I love the nineties. <laughs> listeners, should have just. This is Randy. I want you to know about <laughs> this about me. I love the nineties. He loves the nineties. Listeners, I love the eighties. <laughs> me have too. To have a, <laughs> we have yeah. to have like a, a competition. Which is better, the eighties or the nineties? Definitely the nineties. Or the We're not sure what to call them. them. <laughs> yeah, the zeros. The zeros. I don't know. I like some seventies too. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! <laughs> Sweet home Alabama. Both Does anyone else have one anymore? Because I have like, I have like one or two more. Yeah, get on it, Cameron. All right, Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Yeah, yeah I like that too. Oh yeah, amazing, fantastic. The- you own that one. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you know that was one of my. Um, Top ten records of last year. Nice. Yeah, yeah. It's my well, both the score and the soundtrack yeah. were combined for one of my top tens. Yeah. Nigel Godrich, I believe, mm-hmm. did the score. Yes, and then Beck uh, wrote the the um, 
Sex Bob-omb songs. Right. Yeah, Sex Bob-omb. Metric did the. Love that song. <sighs> yeah. It's a great song. Black Sheep. Black great sheep. song. Hello. Black yeah. Sheep. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> no, Hello, it's, it's Black friend. Sheep Go Home. Dude, dude, dude. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> friend um, of and then, friend. Yeah. The graphic novels for Scott Pilgrim vs. the World are so influenced by music, and it was great that all these great artists could uh, contribute. And it was produced by... Uh, the soundtrack was also produced by Edgar Wright and Mark Platt, as well as Godrich, who Randy mentioned. Who... Um, Produced Radiohead's OK Computer when he was like 24 years old or that's, something that's like that. Oh, wow. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. He knows what he's doing. I don't want to like sound like an indie pain here. God, Cameron. <laughs> Do you guys know or remember the movie Wicker Park? Mm-hmm. No. no. That was a good soundtrack. I remember Never that. Never heard of it. Great soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Not a very good movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It starred uh, Josh Hartnett. Mm-hmm. Oh. Teen Heartthrob. Josh Star of Pearl Harbor. That's mm-hmm. right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but go back and listen to that uh, to that soundtrack. It's great. It's got Death Cab for Cutie, oh, Snow Patrol, The that. Shins, The Postal Service. It's fantastic. Fantastic. It is good. It's yes. very good. I remember that. Um, somebody want to go because I have another one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have another one. Uh, Cameron, take note. Next time, let's just me and you. Yeah. 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 Oh, jeez. <laughs> we can have Andrew there. He just will just say, yeah. oh, I have uh, that one too. <laughs> I hope not. If it's not Batman or Star Trek, <laughs> it's nothing. Whatever, Cohen Brothers. If it's not Cohen Brothers or that Wes Anderson dude. Um, the Magnolia soundtrack is really good. Ah, uh, yes. yes. Oh, I was going to list that one, Amazing. but it didn't quite make it. Um, well, it was on yes, my list. Oh. There was. Uh, Amy Mann has some yeah, songs. Yeah, Amy Mann did a cover. Like all of it. Yeah. Well, she did They're, a cover really of one, mm-hmm. which yeah. there's a song in the soundtrack, I believe. I don't know if this is true, but. Paul Thomas Anderson heard the song that she did, and he actually uh, that influenced his the movie like altogether. And mm-hmm. he's like, "You have to sing on, you have to sing a song in my movie because the song that you wrote influenced my like idea for this movie." So, um, but Super Tramps and that on that soundtrack as well. Are you not going to sing the song because you sang every One other song? One is the loneliest number that you'll ever do. Two can be as bad as one. It's the loneliest number since the number one. <laughs> yes. Yep. Yeah. Thanks. Brent. Forget Amy, man. Just bring you in for the sequel. <laughs> Magnolia 2. <laughs> there it is, baby. Mm. One more for me as well. Oh, God. 500 Days of Summer. Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh, Hollow Notes. Hollow Notes. Yeah. Great. The best use of a Hollow Notes song, in my opinion. They are playing Bumper Shoot this year. Oh. Mm-hmm. Didn't know that. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Very cool. I wouldn't mind seeing that, actually. <laughs> Daryl Hall and John Oates. Yep. <laughs> going to be awesome. That's nice. interesting. Um, That's a good gig for Oates, because Hall does most of the work, and Oates is just like, got his mustache. <laughs> he just kind of did his thing. He just looks thing. cool. Just yeah, he's like, I'm here, man. for style. Jam. It's like Batman or Robin. I'm Robin. Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do much. He does it all, but I'm, I'm, all, yep, I'm headlining. <laughs> um, also has the Smiths on there. Regina Spector. I don't know anything about the Smiths. I hate Regina Spector. <sighs> Sorry. You're a shame. I'm 68 uh, years old. Is now. Octopus's Garden on there? You know, they like joke about the whole movie. They're like, that's my favorite Beatles song. I don't remember. No, I don't think it is. Oh, I don't think it is. But uh, the soundtrack that introduced me to The Temper Trap, oh, who I yeah. really love now. 
downloaded their whole album after hearing. Isn't that great how that works? You're like, who is this? This is awesome. I'm going to go and find their albums and buy all of them. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> One song that jumped out at me at a, at a movie that I've never heard of before was the, um, the song from Closer, the Damien Rice song. It's at the beginning mm. of the movie. I freaking love that song, and I would have never bought that in a million. I would have never heard it anywhere yeah. else. That's a good song. But in that movie. Yeah. Closer, the one with Natalie Portman. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Blower's Daughter is what the song's called, which I'm still not sure what that means, but I think the song's really pretty. And it's, mm-hmm. yeah. Isn't that a great song? Yeah. It's a good movie, too. What, what is a Blower's Daughter? I like yeah. All right. That being said, let's wrap up that topic and nice. we will move on to reviews. Reviews. All right. I will start us off today and. The first thing I'm going to review is a TV show, actually, that I just watched last night. It's called Children's Hospital. Interesting. Have you heard of it? And it's not, it's, all, all I've known is I've seen a, a picture of a dude with like the John Wayne Gacy like clown makeup. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's Tell me one more. of the characters. So, Children's Hospital is a show that airs on Cartoon Network on their Adult Swim. Oh. It's not a cartoon. It's live action. So uh, I don't know why. It, it kind of breaks the Cartoon Network rule that yeah. they've held for a long time. But anyway, live action show about a children's hospital uh, where all the doctors are just, uh, they're really stupid. So the character that you're referring to, Randy, is played by Rob Coldry? Coldroy? Coldroy. I don't know how to say his name. But he wears clown makeup and he also has blood on his <laughs> chest all the time. Like he's a surgeon, right? And, you know, he's supposed to make, you know, the kids laugh, you know, and feel good about themselves. Sort of like a Patch Adams type thing. And,. It doesn't work it doesn't at all. Work. It's so funny. <laughs> so hilarious. And all the other doctors are so dumb. Um, the show has some really big cameos. Uh, John Hamm's been on there. Um, just this new season, Sarah Silverman was on. It, it's just so funny. It's right up my alley. Random humor. Totally awesome. Check that one. Check that out. Out. Is it a comedy? It is a comedy. Very. I am much so sick of watching reality shows that I really need some other TV. <laughs> yeah. Randy Family loves Jules. the Real Housewives. No, I do not. Uh, Orange My County. wife makes me watch Real Housewives. Blah blah blah. That's right. Blah. Whatever. I only watch I've it so I can use it all the time. I only watch it so I can use it as a card my wild card in my back pocket. Mm. So when I want to watch <laughs> sports, I say, <sighs> you know what, Renee, I. Watch Real Housewives with you. Oh, he says, you know what, Renee? Like, never. Well, <laughs> it's for dramatic emphasis. We're on a podcast. Come on. It's a podcast. Anyways. All awkward. right. So uh, the next thing I want to talk about is Attack the Block. Woo! Yes. Awesome. Awesome. That you saw with my wife. Awesome yeah. movie. Yes. Very funny story. Uh, I got I got screening passes to the movie to see it early. Like uh, the movie doesn't even come out till July 29th now, but we saw it. Renee and I saw it. What two, three weeks ago? Yeah, three, like three weeks ago. Three weeks. We saw it super early, and one day or the day of. Randy was like, are you going to the Sounders game? Because we're both really big Sounders <laughs> always fans. Always the Sounders with Randy. And, uh, hey, 
And I'm like, some good stuff. I'm like, no. Beers. And he's like, you're such a loser. And I was like, <laughs> that's not what I said. Whatever. You said I was, I was a loser. And I said, well, I'm going on a date with your wife. So yeah. take that. And he was like, oh, yeah. In your face. Loser. I, I would never call you a loser. Yeah. Well, you're jokingly, you lovingly call right, me a loser. Right. Okay. Well, maybe I did. <laughs> anyway, Attack the Block. Movie fans, diehard movie fans probably already know about this movie. But what it is, is it's a British movie directed by Joe Cornish, who has worked with um, some directors like Edgar Wright. Um, Love him. Yeah, he's worked <laughs> with Simon Pegg and, and Nick Frost. I have to say it is one of my favorite films of the year, probably favorite right now, and has a really good chance of staying there. It might be my favorite movie of the year. Oh, wow. It's... It's very similar to Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz, not in story, but in the way that it's a genre-bending movie. It's Mm. kind of a teen gang slash comedy slash sci-fi. It's just really unique. There's really no other movie like that. It's probably Goonies combined with... What Independence Day? I don't know. Hmm. District Nine, something like that. Yeah, it's something, something where alien invasion, but, action packed. But it's on one block in South London, which I guess is the bad part of London. Whatever. Um, so yeah, it's all these these kids in the hood of London uh, fighting aliens, and it's fantastic. And like we mentioned, or like I mentioned, uh, great soundtrack by Basement Jacks, um, and uh, due out in July. Um, and believe it or not, I actually got two more tickets for another Randy, screening. Randy, would you like to go? To another that? pre-screening. <laughs> I would. Uh, yes. <laughs> July oh, wait, 14th. Randy, can I go with Renee? To- <laughs> <laughs> hmm. <laughs> um, anyway, Renee, you yes. went. What did you think? I thought the movie was incredible. Yes. The cinematography was beautiful. Um, it was funny. Really, very witty. The kids were amazing. I I thought it was interesting uh, the contrast between these this gang of bad kids who are kind of redeeming themselves by protecting their block and uh, you know standing. Excited to see it. Yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. And I'm so glad that uh, they released a newer trailer and it's a it's a red band trailer. Mm -hmm. And there was a lot of excitement when that came out. I would um, honestly. Like when when you sent that email out to Renee and I, you're like, you know, I only have two tickets. Which one of you, you know, would want to go? And I saw the trailer. I was like, eh, I don't know. That's what I thought. He showed me the trailer. Yeah. I was like, Um, okay. I mean, it can make or break it. Like, yeah. So, yeah. Well, I guess I was really excited about it because I had read a lot of reviews um, before I got tickets to it. And, they were just all raving about this movie. And it's been out in England uh, for a little while now. So finally getting a release over here by Screen Gems, which is owned by Sony. Anyway, uh, so yeah, if you want to go on a date with Andrew mm-hmm. to see Attack the Block, you are welcome to have You're all tickets. welcome. <laughs> Applicants are taken. Only if he comes to Seattle. Yeah. Cameron, you and I should go again, though. We should just go. We again. should just go again. Yeah. It should be a regular thing. I would thing. see it definitely again. Screw that, yeah. Andrew and I are going on our own. <laughs> That's right. Screaming. We'll see. Somehow we'll I think right Renee's not you. jealous. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna throw M and M's at your head. The peanut ones. Jeez. All right. I'm going to transition back to music for a little bit, and I'm going to mention 
a album that came out that I really love now, Death Cab for Cuties, Codes and Keys. My favorite band in the whole wide world, so of course I have to talk about it. <laughs> really, I think it's better than their last album. Just a, a big improvement and a lot happier, probably because Ben Gibbard Gibby. is sober now. He <laughs> and is married to Zoe Deschanel. There you go. <laughs> Life is hard. I know, that's it? tough. <laughs> and, yeah, that makes you happier. <laughs> <laughs> and the last review that I'm going to talk about is from a South Korean film. So I know Andrew's tuning out right now. Uh, a South <laughs> Korean film that uh, came out last year. It was actually the highest grossing film in South Korea for It's not available in North Korea. Just, that's, <laughs> wah, wah. Yeah, Kim Jong-il said... Uh, it's banned. That's right. No! <laughs> only documentaries, <laughs> only biographies of the, the glorious leader. Yeah, that's, what he, that's you mean exactly the, you what mean he the said. glorious reader. Glorious reader. No. <laughs> Kim Jong-il. <laughs> yeah, oh, never mind. <laughs> For all our North Korean listeners. Yes. We do apologize. We do apologize. You don't have electricity, They're... so you'll, ne- you'll never hear this. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't. Well, no, well some certain of the, times right, of the day. Certain times or something. Come on. They don't have digital players of any sort. True, that's right. Anyway, The Man from Nowhere. It's a great movie. Um, it's very similar to the movie Taken mm. with Liam Neeson. came out not too long ago. Basically, the plot of it is... This movie sucks. Even Bodie would want to hear this. Get on with it. I hate Korean films. I hate Korean films. I hate One or whatever his name is. My favorite movie is on Animal Planet every day. <laughs> the Man from Nowhere is about a guy who um, becomes really good friends with like this little girl in uh, the uh, apartment complex that he works. What? It's like the professional. <laughs> hey, man, let him work. Like, like the professional. Let him go. You remember that movie saying. with Natalie Portman? <laughs> I'd be yeah. friends with Come her. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, man. She turned into a black swan, man. Come on. <laughs> gosh anyway this little girl gets kidnapped and he basically has to go and get her back and it turns out he's really awesome at fighting and there's a reason for it it's not just a cheesy oh all Asians are good at martial arts thing which they are are. anyway we are we spar during afternoon lunches all the time anyway great movie I think it should be made into it should there should be a Hollywood remake for this movie very much in the same sense that The Departed is a remake of a right. Hong Kong film. Right. So I think if America did this and touched it up, there's definitely flaws in this movie. Don't get me wrong. It's not a masterpiece uh, like another Korean film called Old Boy is. Yeah. <laughs> but it is great. Uh, so let's go to... What? I'm getting in the groove. Andrew, it's your turn. It is? Yeah. What are we talking about? <laughs> Star Trek, Jaws. Jaws? Jaws. I recently watched the Falling Skies premiere, which was a uh, a TNT, I believe. Yes. A Steven Spielberg-produced sci-fi show. I think it's been delayed for a while from what I read. Just a big money special effects kind of thing. It stars Noah Wiley 
Uh, I don't know what he was in, but apparently everybody else does. <laughs> what was he in? Hello, He's, ER. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. He was the resident <laughs> physician. Oh yeah. ER. So yeah, apparently this is this role is against what he's kind of known for being mm. the nice guy or whatever. Um, he plays the father of three boys. One of them has been taken captive by the aliens. And uh, it's interesting how it starts out. I mean, basically the invasion's already happened. It's the standard, you know, aliens showed up and taking some uh, taking some people captive and pretty much the, the military's been destroyed and it's just about them surviving, you know. And then also him looking for his youngest son that was uh, taken captive. And overall, I mean, it was just a couple hours. I thought it was, I thought it was really well done. Pretty interesting. The aliens are just different enough to be kind of cool. They have a spoiler alert: six legs. <laughs> <laughs> so, so they go, they go full. What is it? Full alien? The, not, yeah. <laughs> there's no lizards in this one, but they're, uh, yeah, they're, they're. It's an interesting combination of uh, their creatures, but then they also use these almost uh, Terminator-like machines to, you know. It's kind of like their armor, I guess. Are the that sounds aliens like- a, a main? Are they main characters in the show? Like, do they communicate, or uh, they're just no? I mean, it's all about the humans, basically. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there hasn't been any, there hasn't been much revealed about the aliens, but it's it's so far pretty interesting. They're here. They're here illegally. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. Yeah. That sounds like Battle L.A. With yeah, the it, suits. That it you- could be. Hmm. Um, you know, it just, it's just about the relationship, and I actually found the characters, and this is usually what draws you into anything, is that they're, you know, you kind of root for them, they're interesting, and you're not just like, uh, it's not just about special effects and that kind of thing. So It I, definitely I mean, I, seemed uh, pretty high budget did when you I watch saw it. I, I haven't seen it, and I wanted to see it, but yeah. I forgot. Yeah, so, but, they'll um, probably run at 500 They showed yeah, trailers for it before yeah. a lot of the movies that we that we have recently seen and it, I was like geez this is a TV show it's yeah. amazing which is crazy because ha- I mean it, it just is incredible when a when a pilot a TV pilot gets that much money yeah um, production like money for that kind of stuff well, Spielberg alien yeah, movie right. it's probably right. yeah but Sp- Spielberg I mean you're not old enough to remember he's been associated with TV at times and, and I remember um, again I go back to the early 80s you know, there was some kind of show, and it, the big push was brought to you by Steven Spielberg, and it was just a bomb. bomb. It went nowhere. It got canceled really quickly, and yeah, you know. So, but I don't know if it's going to be any good or not. It looks like it might be, might be cool. We'll I see. watched ten minutes of kind of near the beginning, and I yeah. must have, I must have just watched the most boring ten minutes of. Well, there wasn't much premiere. action in the first ten minutes, yeah. but it actually really picked up okay. in, the, in the second. So, half like, I the, saw from the part where like the general, I guess is explaining what all the leaders should be doing, like where they should go and stuff like right. that. And I was just like, this is boring. And mm. I turned it off. Mm. Yeah, you know, I felt the same way with The Killing, which I guess I guess got picked up for another season. Yes. But uh, Renee and I watched the pilot, and I was like, oh, man, this move's like so slow. It is a slow show. Uh-huh. I, I mentioned it in the last episode. It, it's a very slow-moving show, but it just builds... It builds the story yeah. and the plot so much yeah. that you're just really invested. With the exception of Lost, I would say every pilot of every show that I've ever seen is like, ah, uh, I yeah. don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so like, how do they even? How do networks even see them and be like, okay, well, this may be good. <laughs> I don't know. Let's pick. You know. See, I really liked the pilot of the killing. So yeah. I don't know. 
I don't know. It, it's it's just like Twin Peaks. I mean, there, yeah, there the is pilot obviously was just like yeah. Twin mm-hmm. But you know, I guess the finale had a lot of controversy. I didn't. I didn't, I've only seen the pilot, so I don't know much about the show. But yeah. I, I won't. Yeah, I don't want to ruin anything, okay. so I won't say anything. But uh, thumbs up or thumbs down? Yeah, keep on watching it <laughs> to the side. Yeah. Um. Throughout the season. Very much into it. I loved it. And there's some big twists. Yeah. But the finale, I, I, I'm okay with it. I, I'm still going to watch it. But a lot of people are like, I'm dropping it. Yeah. You know, no more. I'm not going to let them Weird. do this to me anymore. But I'm I'm still going to watch it. But I do wish they kind of closed things a little more. Yeah. But anyway. Uh, this is I think The Killing? Yeah. The killing. killing. I'm sorry. What on, network is it on? AMC. It's on AMC. Yeah. Mm. Mad Men. Home of Mad Men. Oh, okay. Yeah. It just had its finale. This Breaking Bad is on AMC too. Mm-hmm. It is. Oh, no. yeah. Is it? I, yeah, Breaking, Breaking Bad, Bad is yeah. AMC. Mad Men. Um, Walking Dead. Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. Right. Dead. Rubicon was another one, but that one got canceled. Mm. So, mm. anyway, it, it's a good show, and I think they've kept up with it, or AMC has decided to keep up with it because it was success a successful uh, what Norwegian show? I forget. Yeah. Norwegian. Twin Peaks was successful right. too. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, and there there are very similar. Wasn't that only on a year? Two seasons. Two seasons. Two seasons and, and a movie. Okay. Uh, well, Firewalk with Firewalk with me. With me. Yeah. Also one of my favorite movies. Really? Hmm. Yes. I never watched it. It's never incredible. It. <laughs> you don't have to watch the show to watch the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is my year, man. Yeah. This is yeah. how it goes. Yeah. Backwards. I like Sorry. it. It's good. <laughs> uh, just a couple quick uh, DVDs I've watched recently that um, kind of run the whole uh, gamut of good to bad. I'm going to go with uh, Green Hornet. I thought it was really bad. I know Cameron saw it in the theater. Yeah. Uh, it had, It looked promising kind of in the previews, but didn't really hold together was, for me. Personally, I don't think it was really like bad. It. No, it's not terrible, but it it's not its good. Moments. It's it it had its, it's cool, stupid. Like, I mean, right? it, I thought it was so random think? that Michelle Gondry directed that movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> where did that come from? It's so random, but know. there were those cool parts where it was like, oh, you know, this is Michelle Gondry, like of those fight scenes where it's right. like, cool shots with the multiple like that. Is, yeah. yeah, definitely super cool. Gondry. But God, it was like so random yeah. that he directed that. Yeah. Didn't buy Seth Rogen as the... No, you know, yeah. He's not going to kick anybody's ass, I'm sorry. I don't mm-hmm. know much about the background of the character. Like, yeah. So I don't know if that's if it's supposed to be... Yeah, we've talked... I don't remember... We talked about this before. I know that there was a... I don't think it's based on a comic, though. I, I think it just might be a... Just a story. Based off of a radio. A, yeah, that's, oh, right, that's, that's right. right. A radio An show. Radio and then, show. obviously, there was a tie-in with the 60s Batman show where they tried yeah. to spin it off as its own series. Right, yeah. Hmm. And uh, yeah, I wasn't born yet, but just you know, um, you're not quite that old. Yeah, <laughs> but almost. Yeah. I used to gather around the radio. And <laughs> yeah, listen. Green Hornet, Seth Rogen, Cato. Yeah, <laughs> Andrew, come here. Your show's on. <laughs> Drink your That's Ovaltine, nice. Andrew. Yeah. Just a freaking Time for your radio show. Gee, Dad, I sure hope we beat the Japanese in World War Two. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I watched uh, Buried with uh, Ryan Reynolds, which I didn't really think, I didn't think it was going to be very good personally. And my girlfriend likes Ryan Reynolds like I guess every other girl. And, uh, uh, no? Yeah. Except for Renee. Green Lantern. You saw it. Renee saw it. I saw it. Yeah. yeah. I, saw it. I think he's funny. I don't have any. What did you think of the movie though? 
I, he wasn't funny in the movie. No, he wasn't funny. It's not really a funny, no. yeah, kind of concept. But I, I just got a little tired of watching him in the coffin. Thank you. Over and over oh. and over. I mean, for an hour and a half. Yeah, it was. Oh, no. Too, no, it was almost two hours. It was too long. And see, you know, I liked no, it. see, I don't like mm-hmm. it at all. I liked it, and I think it's creative when a movie can keep my attention. That's filmed in a box. Well, it looked like it was made for five bucks. But there's yes. so well, it was, it was practically, yeah. and, and it's so good in the way it tells its story. I mean, mm. everything's done over the phone, you know. Because oh, for those who don't know, buried uh, Ryan Reynolds' character is trapped uh, in a coffin, uh, supposedly underground. And, in the Middle East. Um, yeah. yeah, in the Middle East, and he, he basically has to get yes. out. Yeah. He has to find a way to get out. So don't spoil it for anyone. But yeah, I, I thought I thought with what they had, a cheap budget, a director who's done like barely anything, mm-hmm. um, a cinematographer who I think is really good. There's so many great shots. I mean, especially the one that like kind of drops down from above. And, but that's the only shot. I mean, how many... You get a tight shot. No, there's shot. not you only get a shot. long shot. You get a, that's the thing, is I think there's so many great different angles that they were able to play, and it made it interesting. They did every angle that they were Don't you think play. it would have been better if they had a little some bit backstory? of a... Yeah, some backstory, flashing back to yes. when he calls a chick a bitch on the phone. It's like, just mm. give us a little yes. bit. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Give us a little bit. Why, you know, is it him? Is it her? I what, think it would have kept my attention more yeah. if... I had some backstory. Yeah, yeah. It was just a little too much. Of just to him break in away from him in a box, right? Man. See, yeah. I'm not saying it's, I mean, it's a perfect movie. There it is. Sorry, did it make my top ten. <laughs> I don't think it did, <laughs> yeah. but it got really close. Really, Maybe it was wow. a runner-up. I mean, I'm shocked. I thought his acting was really good for what yeah, it he's is, good. but. It's still a movie about a guy in a box. Yeah, it goes against type because he's usually the funny guy. And yeah, he, it's very. Was, I think he's very funny. Yeah, and, and it's use of lighting. I mean, he has like what a lighter, a cell phone, a cell and phone. and a glow stick. Okay. And why would they, why do they give him all that stuff? Well, I mean, to fuck with him. Yeah. Ooh, am I allowed to say that? Beep. Yeah. Okay. It'll be beep. Beeble bobble beep. We have to, well, <laughs> and we we like to try and create like we we try and use a different sound effect every time. So, what would you like with that oh. f word? Bop. <laughs> Bop. <laughs> so we'll do a tractor yeah. horn. She's Bodie's fart. (laughs) 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 Then everyone will think Renee farted. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. I won't do that. Anyway. um, Okay. So, Barry, you you and Renee didn't really care for it. It was okay. I liked it. I would like those two hours back, personally. Oh. Really? Yeah. I'm glad I saw it. I'm not. Did you see it in the theater as well? Oh, I saw it on DVD. I don't go to the theater too much. It has to pretty much be a big special effects thing for me to. Yeah, I mean, only because oh, that's I, another I, thing too. Is I saw it in the theater. Did so you did see I. It in the theater? Yes. Did you not get that claustrophobic thing? I got very claustrophobic. Okay. So I thought they did a really great job about making me feel like I was in that box with him and extremely uncomfortable. Mm. So I thought that was uh, very well done. I get what they were doing. I thought it was good for what it was, yeah. but I still wanted more. Okay. Yeah, I can understand that. You know, I'd give it like. Three, I guess, three stars. I give it one and a half. Oh, nice. Boom. Okay. Boom. Um, what else? But at, at the end, when he escapes and becomes the Green Lantern, I love that. <laughs> I think that's freaking cool. <laughs> nice. Weird. Yeah. Hmm. No, most people don't get the tie-in because. You know. Wow. <laughs> hey man, um, he's a good-looking guy, right? Um. All right. Uh, the last movie I saw in the theaters was Kung Fu Panda 
two. Um, I was excited to see it. I heard I love I love the first one. I thought it was great. I did see it in 3D. I didn't really care about that. Um, my girlfriend's daughter just see, picked the time, and it was. I heard the 3D was like really good, though. No, it was cool. Okay, it was cool, and, and it's one of the better 3D movies I've seen. But I'm okay. just kind of personally. I'm not as blown away by the 3D anymore. I'm, I've been more disappointed than excited. Mm. Whereas I thought Avatar was cutting edge. Now I'm kind of like, okay, another. Well, you know what they glasses. do? Some movies are not even shot in 3D, yeah. and then they make it 3D. Yeah. Which right? It's like, wait a minute. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Just Thor? money grubbing, right? Yeah, the post right. Thor. Yeah, Thor. They did not shoot in 3D, but yeah. they're like, oh, here. It is in 3D. Right. Wait a minute. So yeah. we can charge yeah. three extra so, right. dollars. Oh, it was thirty nine bucks for three tickets. I'm not kidding. Oh. Wow, yeah. that's stupid. Yeah. yeah, you guys are stupid. Yeah. I'm stupid. <laughs> it's, I'm you know stupid. What? I think it's worth it if the movie was meant to be 3D in some parts. Yeah. Um, well, if it's meant to be. So then know? they would say, "Take off your glasses now. No, put your glasses back wow. on for this part. What? Now take your glasses." That's how they started <laughs> it. Remember that they did Ooh, for no, real? The, the last Superman Returns. Was like that. It had like five scenes in 3D. I went and saw it at the. Did it really? I yeah, at the IMAX, that. and it was like it had this little green icon that flashed on the bottom. Oh. It was like glasses on. Oh. That would be uh, cool. so disappointing. Yeah, and it was glasses off. <laughs> oh no! That's yeah, ridiculous. it was weird. I, that was like the only movie I saw like that. But anyway, <laughs> um, Kung Fu Panda Two, very funny. Great acting by uh, Gary Oldman as the villain. I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, he was really... Uh, all the voice acting was great. You know, it's um, it was a lot of fun. It's a good family movie. Totally. Yeah. I saw I saw it too. It takes um, place in China, which I know kind of hits home. So. <laughs> oh, totally. I thought it'd be a lot. <laughs> I saw the dumpling steam rise and I was like, oh. <sighs> just like yeah, grandma just made. Like, yeah. <laughs> Actually, that might be a little true. Um, but yeah, I agree. The voice acting I think was great. I typically don't care for Jack Black. I find him usually pretty annoying. Um, but in this, I, I really liked him. I, maybe it's because he wasn't allowed to just free, it's a great character free flow. Or maybe he did. I don't know. Um, but he was good. Yeah, the whole cast is good. Angelina Jolie is the is the Tigers, tiger. Yeah, right? she's really good. Jackie Chan is the voice of Monkey. I think he had two. <laughs> he lines. doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't get no. to talk too much. No, good which job. Is unfortunate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 But I have not seen the first Kung Fu Panda. Nor what? have I. Exactly. Really? And I went. I I went to this movie because there's kind of been a lack of children's films for some reason, and so I took my daughter to see it just just to go to a movie with her, and I freaking loved it, loved it. I'm I thought it was you didn't great. see the first one. The first yeah. one was great too. I know. I, I should see it. I, I will see it actually. Um, but this new one, I thought it was awesome, and my daughter loved it too. You can tell there are movies where halfway through or partway through she'll just like lose yeah lose attention and just be like you know look at the walls and start jumping on the seats and stuff but this one full attention one of those parents? the whole time yeah i just let her go she's screaming <laughs> screaming she's, at the top of her lungs i don't hear her twinkle, and twinkle, that is why and randy just... and i don't have kids. <laughs> well we have a dog yeah <laughs> i'm just kidding i He's obviously so quiet <laughs> i obviously did not let my Care- careful there uh, cameron i what? don't know if your family listens <laughs> I make them listen to it every night before they go to bed. <laughs> That's what they have to listen to while they're falling asleep. Would you recommend seeing the movie in the theater, or do you think rent it? Um, like if Randy and I want to see it, do we see it in the theater, or do we? Rent you know, that's a good question. Uh, I think you'd enjoy it either way. I don't think it has to be seen in the theater. The three D is just whatevs. Yeah, yeah. It was kind of like uh, 
you know, there was the Christmas Carol, the Jim Carrey thing was in 3D or all. I mean, it wasn't a very good movie overall. I mean, if you really like the 3D, I guess it's. I saw go, it in but, 2D, and mm-hmm. 2D it was great. And I've read reviews where the 3D uh, is really good too, but Andrew says it's okay. I didn't notice anything outstanding about the fact that it was in 3D. I mean, it was a good movie. Mm-hmm. So. All right. I'll Netflix it then. Do it. That probably sounds like a safe bet. Blu-ray. Gotta Blue. be Blu-ray. <laughs> cool. Oh, what what do you think of the fight choreography? Like, oh, it was great. So I never saw the first one, so I don't know what the fighting was like in that one. But this one, it felt like a you know old school Hong Kong martial arts yeah. action flick, no, or like really something cool. like Crouching Tiger would do. Yep. Is uh, that was really cool? It also reminded me of the movie. I think it went straight to DVD. Final Fantasy VII Advent Children. Did you ever catch that? Oh, yeah. I'm a big big fan. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's very much like Advent Children. Yeah. Are you done? That's all I got for you. Good. Till later. All right. Who's up next? Randy. 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 It's Randy. Okay. So I have a review for a video game called Limbo. It's a 2D uh, side-scrolling game. Mm. That you can um, you can buy it on Xbox Live or it's available in a three it's like a three game pack. That's cool. Um, on the uh, Xbox 360 like DVD, but it's a puzzle game and um, it's all black and white. There's no music or anything. It's all sound design and it's really it's just really dark and it's just really cool. <laughs> it kind of is t- Tim Burton. Never heard of it. Yeah, it's very Tim Burton esque. Oh, um, it's pretty neat looking. Yeah. And I don't so, like to watch him play video games ever. More mm-hmm. sports. Ugh, no. Yeah. I believe it is. I don't know what the Xbox points um, translate into dollars, but I believe it's probably worth like you could buy it for like ten dollars or twelve dollars or something, and it's super worth it. Like it's a really fun game. So interesting. Mm-hmm. Is it? Is your character? I mean, you say black and white. Is your character kind of like silhouetted? Yeah. So I he's, think I've seen. You just it. see it, it's just a silhouette, and you just see his eyes. And I his think eyes are I've seen up. it before. Uh-huh. And he's yes. kind of hunched over, um, and he just kind of you know walks around, kind of like you're outside in the grass, and, right? And then you go right. into a cave type thing. You go into a cave. You yeah. go outside of a cave. Okay. And there's these crazy characters, these huge like spiders and saws, um, yes. saws and like, I, machines. I played and, like the first probably yeah. like, five minutes of this game and I thought it was beautiful. It's awesome. Just mm-hmm. gorgeous. Gorgeous. So, so yeah, I highly recommend it if you're into puzzle games. Um, the puzzles get really, really involved. Um, I'm about a third of the way through and um, definitely worth the minimal amount of money it costs to just buy it on Xbox Live. So nice. It's really like $5 million. Randy's really rich. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's super reasonable. It's five being million. me. $5 million. So rich. <laughs> yep. Ugh, it's all that money. Uh, um, yeah. So Limbo. So really Puzzle cool. Games, one of the games I've been playing, which is way out of the style of game I would normally play, was something that brought we brought up uh, last podcast, was Portal 2, mm-hmm. which... I've never played a game like it. I've always been like, I want to be the shooter dude or the Sonic guy running around getting tokens. But I've never been like the puzzle guy. And uh, I finished the game. I played it almost every night for probably the last month or since we brought it up. And, nice. Uh, you know, it started off a little bit like I was like, I'm not sure what I'm doing and why is this going to be fun. But it's cool to find a game that actually makes you think about things instead of, you know, just, I mean, hey, I love, you know, blowing the head off some alien or whatever that's cool too but it was a uh, very very creative i thought it was very well done 
just a super cool game. Yeah. And uh, props to Cameron. And uh, I've seen uh, advertisements for it all over town on buses yeah. and all that. So I yeah. guess it's got a pretty big push. And yeah. just a cool game. I'd never heard of it before. The it's actually a, a Valve, which right. is a local company. Right. Yeah. They do that. And Cameron told me they did Half Life. Half Life. Which yeah. is Half-Life another game I never played. Counter Strike. 2, Counter Strike. Yeah. Huge game. I mean, um, these are like. Before Halo, I believe huge. Yeah. Just recently, the president of Valve or someone involved in the company said that they sold five million copies of Portal Two. Wow, that's that's, that's pretty isn't it amazing. Yeah. I think the revenue generated by games isn't it way above any other entertainment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. I'd love to know the breakdown of like when artists license songs to games and those kind of things. Yeah. That'd be yeah. What kind of money can be made off that? Must be. I, I believe now it's like game for entertainment. It's like games, movies, and right. then music's way yeah. down. <laughs> down right. That. So yeah, yeah. Portal Two. Awesome I would game. I would love to play the co op section of it. I hear it's all new. Yeah. Sections totally of the different game. puzzles. Mm. Yeah, looking forward to it. Cool. Uh, cool game. Yeah, I do remember it, Limbo. Yes. So definitely worth it. Check it out, Limbo. Awesome. It's really cool. Limbo. Limbo. What's the, what's the game? What is the real thing you do when you have to go into the stick that goes lower and lower? Not called, that's called limbo. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's when we first said it. I was like, "Wow, that's gonna be." A I fun did game. that at my thirteenth birthday. Virtual party. limbo. Yeah, Randy, the, are you just this, talking about a game where a character the stick oh keeps getting lower? I'm the so stick sorry. gets lower, and then I was thinking of something else. Okay, so limbo. <laughs> it, no, it's it's really called limbo. Cool. So, Randy, what else do you have for us? A couple weeks ago, Renee and I saw X Men First Class. Um, nice. You know, I thought it was okay. Really? Agreed. I would say my favorite parts of the film were, and I'm sorry for X Men fans, but I don't know the character's name who vanishes and he reappears. The Vanisher. Um, it's Azazel or Azazel or Azazel. He's uh, Nightcrawler's dad. Okay, that makes complete sense. So Nightcrawler's father, really cool. Like all the all the effects uh, of him are really cool. If I could just go back, I would watch all the scenes with him. Mm. Totally. I thought it was a little long. I thought the pacing of the film was a little off. It just seemed really jumpy. Like a lot of action and then no action, or what uh, by? just interesting, just, not interesting. Just the way the film scene kind of scene. played out, mm. scene to scene, it just didn't. It just it didn't, didn't flow. flow. It wasn't really cohesive. Um, it was definitely too long. I think I already said that, but um, it was just kind of okay. <laughs> it's yeah. watchable, yeah, but it wasn't. I mean, X Men Two is so good, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I think that set the bar. And everything after X Men, after the second X Men, it's just been like kind of a a downturn. But sure. um, so well, January Jones's acting was super not awesome. really awkward. And mm. uh, she, I, name. I'm convinced that she is only good at playing Betty Draper <laughs> as a housewife. <laughs> as a housewife on Mad Men. As yeah, yeah, because that's probably her real personality. <laughs> probably very dry. Just hmm. dry, kind of selfish, yeah. awkward, weird. Not a lot of personality. Yeah, mm-hmm. just uh, a pretty face. Renee, what did you think overall of X Men? I thought it was okay. It was entertaining. Mm-hmm. You know, it had its moments. Yeah, uh, I thought January Jones just stood out to me. Though I mean, it's just <laughs> hilarious. Yeah. Really bad. Yeah, it's wow, so really. awkward the way she talks like this. Oh, the worst was There's when no. uh, she's in that like interrogation type room yeah. and mm. she cuts the glass with her finger <laughs> and then breaks it or knocks it over and and there's two guys in there and 
she's not intimidating. She delivers at the all. line. Yeah. There's no just like, like power. There's no like. Yeah. Yeah. You're not scared of her. Right. You're not intimidated. Mm-hmm. She, and I don't know much about the X Men or comic books right. in general, but I've heard Emma Frost is supposed is supposed to be like this really aggressive character who's who uses her sexuality and and her powers to you know. And she's do got no the heck butt. She wants. I don't know. Flat booty. A lot of flat booty going on. Mm. <laughs> I will not comment. Well, <laughs> I would like Good to see boobs. it now. Good boobs. <laughs> Just to yeah. verify. Now Andrew's no, definitely going to see it. really good at being Betty Draper. For sure. Yeah, not so definitely. much. Hmm. Yeah, for sure. And Agreed. it's probably just the now. How's the younger girl that plays Mystique? I liked her. Yeah, I did. I thought and she was good. Jennifer Lawrence yeah, from. from- Winter's oh. bow. <laughs> oh, that was her. That was her. Yeah, I could, she's dang sexy just been mama. Cast, she's been cast as. Uh, the lead for uh, the Hunger Games. And then what's her name? Katniss or something? Yeah, Katniss. I don't know anything She's about the books. She's amazing. Winter Bones. Winter Bones. Bones. Winter Bones. Sequel. <laughs> Is it called Winter's, Winter's Bone? bone. Yeah. Whatever. You Just get the one the bone. Gif. Singular bone. Whatever, Randy. Bone. You haven't seen the movie. I have not. I, I saw it. I don't. Oh, it's a great. Depressing. Uh, it's it's like a real good, good though. I thought it was movie. depressing. Man, yeah. I don't like depressing movies. Yeah, I was really bummed. I want to feel good. Anyway, um, so I saw X Men First Class as well. I really liked it whenever superpowers were used, and I agree, Azazel was just the hula hooper. Azazel. Awesome, the hula- <laughs> the guy who hula hoop. Okay, the fire. Most most of the powers <laughs> I thought were pretty cool. Yeah, the hula hoop guy and um, Angel when she spits out fireballs. Ugh. Oh gosh, dumb. Maybe you just can't ever do that yeah. right, yeah. where you spit out fire. Balls, balls out of your mouth. Whoa. It looked bad. Yeah. Um, and all the flying scenes looked bad too. Anytime a character flew, it was terrible. CGI, awful. Um, bad special effects. I think they were just as bad as, you know, Wolverine. Really? Yeah. Really bad. Um, surprising. But there are some elements I enjoyed, like um, the editing. I really liked uh, the montage scene of them training. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like lines that cut through, and it's very, it gave this it gave a very comic book feel to the movie, which I liked. Except uh, at the end, Jennifer Lawrence's character kind of ruins it. She's like, "Man, we've been training for like <laughs> six days," and I'm like, "That was six days," and they're like, "They're already you know pretty much pros at their powers." It's a little silly there, um, and. The thing I hated the most about the movie, <laughs> Renee already knows this because I've complained about it, is the musical score. So proper that we're ta- we talked about music today. That score was so bad. I mean, terrible. <laughs> I, during Why? like during like the big action sequences, there's just this cheesy like type stuff like from like old 90s. Hey, Randy's doing the singing. Don't even. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. That Randy, can you? How does it go, Randy? <laughs> Well, and, and now keep going because I have a, I have a, a rebuttal <laughs> to this. But go well, ahead. Okay. <laughs> so, so I just felt it was it's so cheesy. Like the music was so bad. I, I it distracted me from mm-hmm. it, and it made me not be able to take the movie seriously. I was I was looking around the theater like, is anyone buying this? Yes. Yeah. The score is so. I bad. um I I wasn't really a big fan of the score either for the movie, but the score, and I'm such a huge fan of trailers. The trailer for that movie was so good. Sure, yeah. And I believe the same composer did the song for the trailer that did the the score for the film. Mm-hmm. And I thought the song in the trailer was so good. <laughs> 
it's so amazing. It's like um, just a combination of like strings and like rock, I guess, um, which kind of is like the score in the movie. But I, I agree with you. It, it was a little cheesy. It just kind of bummed me out because I believe it was the same guy, and I remembered how good that trailer was. I thought it was a great trailer. Yeah. Um, and, I, yeah. I should say there are parts that are worse than others. Like other parts are just okay mm-hmm. in the score, but man, that last scene, yeah. like the big action at the end, yeah, so bad. Like the blackbird flying around yeah. and that song. I mean, seriously, watch it again. Listen to that <laughs> part. It is so. I believe it bad. was a film that was a a victim of bad directing and bad editing because I think it could have been really good. Well, it was it was rushed too. Like right. they made it in one year. Um, the director who hmm. directed a uh, Kickass, um, Matthew Vaughn, he he got. Excuse yeah. you. <laughs> Those were Andrew's creaky yeah. bones. That's only because I'm 58 years old. Yeah, he got yeah. brought on like late into the game, and he didn't have much time. And I do kind of commend him for bringing together that movie in such a short amount of time. It is a decent movie. It's not bad. It's not bad. But... It's just okay. Yeah, exactly. And I it do was, agree X2 is way better. Oh, it's incredible. Way better. It was good to know um, being... A person who has not really read, like, uh, read the X Men series of comic books to know why um, Xavier, Mister X, Professor whatever, X, Professor X uh, is paralyzed. Mm-hmm. It was nice to know how Magneto came about. Just about just little story things here and there yeah. that I didn't know. So, sure. um, being the layman's, what you? Yeah, think the background the- story was really cool of Magneto. Mm-hmm. You know, I really liked that. I thought it was yeah. really cool. Especially Magneto's. He's his is really interesting with right. you know the He also looks like Donald Draper kind of. He did have up. kind of that the whole John time Hamm, I was like, hmm. Draper vibe. He had that John Ham look, yeah. <laughs> That's kind of the bar, the old Draper vibe. <laughs> I know now any movies the that are set of in cool. the 60s, you know, have yeah. to be have to look like Magneto. It's funny cuz he when he was in the town, I was like, ah <laughs> You're not as cool, man. <laughs> this should have been. Hmm. What happened 60s? to you? <laughs> he was in. Uh, what else was he in? Um, Bridesmaids. Bridesmaids. Mm-hmm. I was like, eh, oh, that was cool funny. Asshole. Whatever. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was cool. But <laughs> he, it's just funny because everybody in, who was in Mad Men, it's like that. That is it. Yeah. He was Everything in the day else. the Earth stood still. Ooh. Oh, that was terrible. Yikes. The one with Keanu Reeves? Yeah. <laughs> that movie was Full awesome. Full circle. <laughs> yeah. Don't talk bad about my Keanu. Mm-mm. Don't even go there. Whoa. Don't make me take Whoa. off these headphones. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Wild stallions! <laughs> Don't turn me on. <laughs> oh, awkward. Awkward. <laughs> Randy's going to get jealous. Yes, he he's already jealous. I know. We saw Attack the Block before. Yep. He, he went to a. I see the rage. <laughs> just disappointed. <laughs> all right. So X Men, we all kind of agree. It's, just okay. it's kind of a C. Yeah. If yeah. I could put it in a grade, it was a C. Yeah. It's worth seeing. Not worth running out to go see. If you you know go when it comes out on DVD, it's worth you know getting yeah. on Netflix or and you know. It's been getting great reviews. It has. Better than what we said about me. it. So yeah. So you know, you might people wow. might be interested in it. That's too long though, <laughs> dude. Just poorly yeah. edited. There's too many yeah. movies that are too long. Yeah. Past two hours, and you're like, oh, I should have been an man. hour and a half. Yeah. Most. End it. End it already. End it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So moving on to. Moving Renee. on. Moving 
Double Dome. <laughs> That's right. Um, I would like to discuss Super 8. Super 8. Woo! It was super awesome. Cool. Yeah. So coming I from a fan of freaking <laughs> of, Goonies yeah. and what were the other Stand ones? By Stand me. By Me. I heard it had kind of an E.T. vibe too. Is that true? Uh, I mean, I guess it kind of ties in with all the... I guess with the supernatural, they're, mm. you know, all that jazz. I don't want to spoil the movie. Right, yeah. And, and maybe in the way <laughs> maybe in the way it was shot a little bit. Yeah, too. I guess. I mean, yeah. I thought it was more Stand By Me, Goonies as yeah. the adventure yeah. mm. uh, aspect of the movie. That's cool. I believe, but, um, so J.J. Abrams in an interview said it was kind of an homage to like all the movies that he enjoyed. Loved, yeah. Yes. So... Thank and, you, and Randy. It, it 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 totally just kind of embodied that. Though. Yeah, yeah, it did. It completely embodied all of those like eighties. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're close to we're actually close to the movies. same. A lot of the movies he's talked about. I was like, yeah. I mean, we love the yeah. same things as a kid. I mean, it's just a shame that I've become much more successful than him. But <laughs> it, is you know, it hurts him too. It I've heard him talk about that. He's real jealous of you. He is. Yeah. Heard him sing oh. your name and shake your his name. Head. JJ. He is a, the master of just like making something that is not really that exciting really exciting. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. sure. And he, there was a, a whatever it's called TED conference or TED. Yeah, the where, TED um, talk or what? right. He did a, a talk and he brought a box on the stage and it was like this mystery box that he got when he was a kid from a magic store and the the person who sold it to him it's like. You can open this box, but what you imagine that's inside this box is going to be way cooler than what's really inside this box. And he's like modeled everything after that, like Lost and Cloverfield. My ex-wife told me that. Sorry. Our jokes are not yep. as funny because Randy does that. <laughs> <laughs> Edit. He, but Dang it. He always takes something that is really not that great. It makes it so yeah. cool and yeah. so appealing and just so like magical. And I, I, I think that kind of was super. But do you, do you say that because of like Star Trek or other things that he's done that you thought were um, Star Trek? I think was a as, is an offshoot of that because I think he was just a, he was just a Trekkie and he was like but it, I'm I read do that Star he really Trek. wasn't though. I mean, really? I, heard, I heard that he wasn't that yeah. much of a Trekkie that he just yeah. Well, it's a whole lost thing. It's like, what's, you know, everyone wants to know. What was what, yeah. you know, the island? What yeah. was the island? Lost is great. And it's like, I, he's like, yeah, I'm not going to tell you. Ever. Because great everything show. that you imagine in your mind is going to be way cooler than what I can probably, yeah. you know, tell you. Which yeah. is true. Um, he's so also true. the master of lens flare now. Oh my gosh, so, so much lens what flare. Did you, what do you think? Star Trek. I mean, yeah. so obviously Star Trek, yeah. um, he used it a lot. Um, this one he uses it a lot. A as little well. too much. You think too much in yeah. this no way. A little. No yeah. way. Think yeah. not enough. <laughs> not enough. I, loved I thought it. I like I, I love it. lens flare, but I think there's a time and a place for it. And when you overuse it, it just becomes like, oh my god. Okay, lens do you think, flare again. Yeah. Do you think he overused it in both movies or just this one? Um, I've only seen Star Trek once. I need to see it again. Okay. I, I remember it being in there a lot. Is it yeah. Cloverfield? Yeah, it, uh, he yeah. produced Cloverfield. He pro- yeah, I don't, remember, I don't think there was yeah. lens flare. I don't think it was all there. shot. You know, with the yeah, the handheld camera. It's kind of like once you know it's there and you're looking for it, then you're like, oh my gosh, he's doing it again, again, again. But yeah. I don't know that when I first saw the Star Trek movie, I really noticed it. I noticed it. Did you? Yeah, yeah instantly. I noticed too. 
But, but I'm a photographer, so I uh, noticed that. Guy. That's where we differ. Yeah, I'm very visual. <laughs> I'm not. A you guy. heard the lens flares. Yeah, I was like, oh, there it is. I hear it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think. Let's see. Star Trek had an appropriate amount of lens flare, and it worked because you know sci-fi space. Oh, it just worked for me. This one, I think I noticed it a lot at first, but eventually. It blended in for me, and I think it works really well with the whole. It made sense. The sci-fi. Super, it's like a movie about Super Eight. It's you know, it's about filmmaking. The kids are filmmaking, so yeah. just, yes, but there's not always lens flare in filmmaking. Well, so. I don't. Well, yes, don't dear. Know. That's what you say right Fine. here. Fine. Yes, Fine. you're right. You're right. I love. I you. loved it. I thought it was. You're cool. right. I love you. <laughs> Although I everything that J.J. Abrams does, I'm like, this is awesome. That's true. Yeah, that's he, is, he is pretty. Yeah, I loved it really so cool. much. I've seen it twice in the theater. Yeah. Ah, already? Nice. Yeah, already. Wow. I took my dad for Father's Day because I thought he would also enjoy it. Nice. Very cool. And he did. Yeah, I'm gonna see it again. Uh, I really liked it as well. It. Uh, oh, so you did see it. I yeah, did see it. Okay. Yeah, surprise. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The casting was oh, genius. Kids I mean, the kids could not incredible. be any better. Agreed. Oh, I'd love to see it. I don't know how they Sounds found good. all of them. I mean, so Elle, Elle Fanning has kind of been around, mm-hmm. but the other boys. Yeah, the young boy, the yeah. main character. What? It's like his first movie ever. Yeah, mm. I think it's for all those kids. It's their Is first it? movie, yeah. But well, they, it's their big break. It was big. incredible. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, they worked all so well together. The fireworks kid. Every time he was like, <laughs> I was like, oh my god, like that. Was so I on. really feel like that's a real kid. <laughs> yeah. Everybody had that, that, is that friend. A kid, but yeah, that. like that annoying <laughs> friend that you're just like, oh my god, yeah. <laughs> stop um, it already. Like, what do you guys think of the score? <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah. Same dude that uh, Michael. I don't, I can't say his yeah, last name. Giaccio yeah, or something. Same guy. Had a very Johnny lost, or lost stuff, sound to like him. That. Yeah. Lost. Yeah, yeah, I heard you hear the type of thing. Yeah. Uh, that's cool. And then, uh, but yeah, there's still the, kind of that Spielberg, that old school Spielberg. The cinematography think, was gorgeous. I mean, that yeah. train crash. Mm. Oh, I that mean, whole scene is oh intense. Oh my God. It, I was like seriously holding my breath. Yeah. I was grinning from ear to ear like both times I saw it. I was like, yes, again. I love it. Very cool. But yeah, the, the music is awesome. And he also did the uh, soundtrack for, or the score for Up. Oh, remember I Pixar's love up. Yes. Yeah. Randy yeah. cries every time we watch it. <laughs> Not joking. At the beginning. It's very sensitive. At the beginning, yes. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. He just loves me so much. Mm. <laughs> so I did have one little problem with Super 8. Mm. Well, I wouldn't say little. It, it was a big problem okay. for me. The last quarter of the movie just really... I'm not going to spoil anything, so don't worry. But the last quarter of the movie just really... I feel like is a little bit of a mess. Um, I think the movie's trying to do too much, and there are a little too many themes that it was presenting. Too many messages. I mean, there's the father-son yes. thing. There's the thing with his friend. Yes. There's the thing with his other friend. Uh, you know, I, I don't want to spoil anything, so I'll just leave it at that. But there's a few other things, too, and I don't feel like anything got proper closure. Huh, I did. So that that's my only little <laughs> critique of You're the wrong. film, I guess. Oh yeah. Okay. Nope. Wrong. Right. The host is wrong. <laughs> First time this has occurred. Well, I guess. in the history of Gamboon. <laughs> no, it's quite all right. Quite all right. Sorry. It's the same. Just saying. Um, no need to apologize. You're allowed to have your opinion, but your opinion's wrong. Uh, ooh. Ah. <laughs> 
I also, okay, the one critique that I could say that I kind of would have enjoyed because Do I not enjoyed. invite Renee. <laughs> <laughs> That's she disagrees. Is so mean. Obnoxious future episodes. I'm writing this down just because I forget it easily. No. Nope. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, but because in Lost, I really enjoyed the alluding to things. So I kind of would have enjoyed it if they never would have showed what the monster was, if they always just alluded to you it. And <laughs> you, you spoiled it. <laughs> we already said it. Oh, that, shoot. So whatever. Um, Maybe you should edit that out. Spoiler. I don't know. Yeah. I don't. Because it doesn't. I think generally people know it's an No, they don't. Edit that, yeah. Don't yeah, think they, so? no, no, they don't. There's no. nothing in Why the. Not? There's nothing. Nothing in the trailer. In the trailer. Yeah. No, there isn't. We should edit that out. Yeah. There's nothing in the trailer. Not till they show it crawling out of the yeah. train in the. I'm sorry. Oh, I think uh, it hits the, the train door, and I think I was like, oh, yeah, that's definitely. I maybe. didn't. Maybe, yeah. I thought it was a monster. Because they it, be it, it's kind of they kind of build it throughout the movie uh-huh. where they don't you don't see it. I think it would have been awesome if they could have just alluded to what the monster was instead of actually showing it because it, it would have made it more exciting for me. The whole, like, what's in the box, like, using your own imagination. <laughs> what's in the there box? There we are again. That's always the illusion. <laughs> mm. That's always yeah. the illusion. What's in the box? What's, what's in, the box? in the box? Come on. Name that movie. Name that there, movie. Okay. Seven. Duh. Thanks. Come on. Gosh. Another amazing movie. You're asking... People of camp. I knew you were going to say it. <laughs> I knew movie, you knew the answer. See, I, didn't, I, didn't get the, I didn't get it. <laughs> For real? Oh, yeah. Wow. Now I do. Whatever. Keep up. Keep up, Andrew. Young people. You damn young people. That memory's going, isn't it? What? Where am I? Okay. Cool. Super 8. So, Super 8. Super awesome. Very good. Are you my son? Summer Are you my I highly son? recommend seeing <laughs> it in the theater, too. <laughs> they, Randy and Renee, liked it more than Thumbs I did. Up. Loved but it. I liked it a lot, too. Yeah. yeah. So... It's it's definitely worth going out and seeing it. Oh my it's not like go a wait. Out. It's not a wait. It encompasses now. all of my favorite. Movies. Watch the movie right now. Go out. Do Stop it. listening to this podcast. Bodie and I haven't seen it. Go watch it and then come back and listen. <laughs> all right. So Super Eight. What yeah. else? Super Eight. Uh, Bridesmaids. Ah, yes. I loved uh, okay. Bridesmaids. Yes, we talked Randy about this in the last episode. But yes, what did you guys think? Oh, you did? Yeah, we did. Oh. I didn't see it. You guys obviously. I'm gonna see it. I'm gonna see it. Um. Yeah, I loved it. I was laughing my booty off. And so, so was good. Randy. Um, for sure, it was the funniest movie I've seen in the last two years. Nice. 100%. So, obviously, it's compared a lot to The Hangover. Yes, but that? in shape form. I think it's better. Yes. So do I. So, that's what I'm hearing a lot, too, is that it's actually better. Have you not seen The Hangover? I haven't or? seen The Hangover, and I probably won't. Why? Based on personal what? choice. Well, What's your personal choice? Just too <laughs> many. want to see it. Too many naughty things in it. Naughty, there are lots of naughty, naughty bits, and I'm. Uh, um, are there lots of? Naughty it doesn't matter because bridesmaids <laughs> is funnier. Yeah, more funny. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yes, uh, I agree. Bridesmaids yeah. is hilarious. One of the funniest movies. Oh my gosh. Um, that I've seen. Yeah. This I was year. Highly, highly entertaining. I'm uh, going yeah. to buy it. That's how much I loved it. Yeah. I want to watch it. I want it to be my new elf. That should always be the gauge. <laughs> If something is good, if it's worth buying. <laughs> yes, totally. <laughs> you know, music, games, movies. If it's worth buying, it's good. <laughs> yeah. When I review movies, I always do the, uh, like my scale is go to the theater now to see it, wait for the cheap theater to see it, right? rent it, wait for it on basic cable, you know, right. that type right. of thing. Right. 
Um, that's how many still. times will we watch it over and over and over again? Yeah, rewatchability, definitely. For yeah, sure. Big one. Yeah. Did you guys discuss Hannah the last time as well? You know what? You I loved think, that movie. No, I did love that movie, and I don't think we brought it up. Wow. Um, but I pointed people to my blog to read a okay. review. But let's talk about Hannah. Let's talk about Hannah. Freaking awesome. I mean, the soundtrack it's it's is great. one of your favorites. Yes, one of my favorite soundtracks. And I, going into this movie, I wasn't expecting much. I saw the trailer trailer once, but you know, I still didn't really kind of understand. And so I went in with like almost zero expectation. All I knew was a girl kicks butt. That's it. Mm-hmm. And holy cow, freaking awesome movie. I really love all the fairy tale parallels. Yeah. They're just like constant throughout that movie. It's basically a modern fairy tale with some action. Modern action fairy tale. Yeah. <laughs> it's so cool. Really cool. Once again, the cine- cinematography is beautiful. Great. great. Set design is great. Locations. Locations are insane the lighting's really good Mm. um the action scenes are great that little girl the actress i don't know i don't know how to pronounce her name it's like seor c ronin she was in that one movie where she's killed she's been in a few she has been in uh was that one where she's dead and her dad the lovely bones that one i didn't really like that movie but she was great yeah, she was really movie. good in it. I mean, her action scenes were done really well. I don't know if she did all of her action scenes, but... And I really enjoyed her friendship that she makes with uh, the girl she comes in contact with. I thought it was an interesting contrast to the the soft side of her since she was meant to be a very strong, independent... Killer. Yeah. Killer. Yeah. 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 Becomes, you know, she killer. touches... She's an assassin. She was <clears throat> yeah. bred to be an assassin. Yeah. So. But she... <laughs> She touches on her more human uh, teenage girl side. Gets a little buddy. Hopefully her buddy doesn't get killed. Well, I think that's going to do it for us today on Camfu and Friends. I'd like to thank my guest hosts today, Renee, Randy, and Andrew. Thank you for being here. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. (laughs) It was truly a pleasure. Hopefully you will all come back sometime. If... You are enjoying this podcast. Feel free to share it with others. You can comment anywhere on the timeline of this podcast on our website. Once again, that's www.camfuandfriends.com, all one word. We encourage you to uh, comment on the timeline and keep the conversation flowing. We would love to hear what your favorite music uh, is in movies. We also have a Facebook page that you can like us on. and if you Or are- dislike. Or, or dislike. You no, they don't have that dis- button. Oh, they don't? Yeah. Do they have no, a hate? Only oh, they thumbs stupid. up. <laughs> they click Thankfully, no, because yeah. oh, okay. we might have That is good. <laughs> Keep it positive. Yeah. If you are a tweeter, you can find us at twitter.com slash friends. Facebook and Twitter are great ways uh, for you to receive news and updates on new episodes and behind-the-scenes stuff. Like, there might be a video for this. Who knows? Anyway. Hmm. I'm hoping to include another uh, behind the scenes because last time we had, uh, you know, the premiere of the theme song yeah. by Randy. Yeah, yeah. The theme song's which, awesome. Uh, which was awesome. It's Great so job. Awesome. Thank yeah. you. Great job, Randy. Thank you. <laughs> um, you can also find us on iTunes if you haven't already. And additional big thank yous to Ryan, who mixed the show. And last episode, I didn't mention Scott, who mixed the theme song that Randy created. So, thank you, Scott. Yeah, Scott did an amazing job as S2. well. S2. Look at all this, too. Audio. <laughs> yep. 
And the obscure anime time segment bumper was made by Levi.、Uh, so thanks to him as well. So、uh, finally, thank you to you, the listeners, for tuning in. And I hope you enjoyed the show. We are done. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye bye. <laughs> you forgot to say my name, Bodhi. <laughs> oh no, I forgot to thank Bodhi. Thank you, Bodhi, for your, your patience. Farting. Farting. <laughs> Thanks for so many farts, Bodhi.